What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 198. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. Great to be here with the family again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell, who's not in the house today. Uh, Mark Powell is uh, out taking care of some personal business, and we'll have him back next week. Uh, But he will be listening. And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man I call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., but the world calls Mr. Derek Powell. I just simply call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Oh, man, everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats, man. Everything is love. Indeed, indeed it is. Um, You know, we were talking off the air, uh, and I think you sent a text to us earlier, uh, DP, that showed a church service going awry. Yeah. Uh, We've been talking the last couple of weeks about how crime is kind of edging out of control. It's still not 1970s or early 80s levels in New York City yet, but but there is some, there's a new, more brazen criminal in New York City than there's ever been. I mean, crime, you know, mostly speaking, uh, generally speaking, crimes in New York City have always been kind of bold and brazen and, and, and it's, it's, it's always been a tough town, but there's something going on out there, man. It's just had people losing their minds. I'm not sure if it's desperation or if it's just a, a, a breakdown in society and societal norms, but you sent the video. I, you know what? I'll let you explain it. Tell, tell us what you saw. Yesterday um, in Brooklyn, uh, the Canarsie section, uh, pastor bishop no he's the bishop the bishop was in the pulpit doing what he do you know getting the crowd riled up tambourines playing harmonicas blowing and it was on and popping and all of a sudden and this is a live stream you see him back away from you know from 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 the microphone and i thought initially he was, you know, going to break out into a dance, you know, like the Reverend Leon Lonnie Love for Mark. That, <laughs> but that, that didn't happen. The next thing I know, he's on the floor and mass gunmen are in the building doing a robbery while he's live streaming. And he was waving to the, you know, his, his parishioners to get down, but they just targeted him and his wife because if you look at the video there's a dude sitting behind him who didn't move so i said okay i know he ain't security uh because he didn't move he had like the bible in his hand and i'm like they are actually robbing him now this is where it gets a little hairy for me they said he had four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry that he lost during the robbery? 400000 worth of jewelry he lost doing the robbery. So, actually, the robbery already occurred because he'd been robbing the parishioners. If he and got I, knew, of I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> and you know, I thought about that also. And I said, well, I guess that leaky roof that was supposed to get fixed went around his neck instead of into the building fund that he'd been telling the people. <laughs> and somebody, and it's just me and of course, the supervisor, he did too with me today. I'm glad we're on the same page. Somebody had to say, wait a minute. How come him and his wife are flossing like that and we the ones giving? Excuse me. Excuse yeah. me you, you didn't talk about the Rolls Royce he has, did you? Yeah, no, no. We didn't, I didn't want to go about the... Come on, keep slow down. Oh. Yeah, yes. Wait, what, oh, he get... Oh, 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 oh. He get... Oh, let, let me, I got to stop. I got to pause. Okay, let's, let, let me, let's this, just this, break this down for the audience. Hold on. This could go real wrong, so be careful, supervisor. Continue on. All right. He is a man of God. He's a man of God. Go. <laughs> he's a man of God. Yeah. Okay, so when they say Jesus... <laughs> when they say Jesus take the wheel, he's talking about the Rolls Royce wheels? What he saying? <laughs> Is that what they're talking about? All I'm saying, he's a man of God. And yes, he was pushing the Rolls Royce. Yes. Yes. He was All right. So here's a guy who's a, who's a, in the air quotes, bishop. Yes. 
know, he said they uh, took the bishop read. He said they took the bishop read. <laughs> took the bishop for real in the so video. He, he took the bishop read. Go. So he got he got rooked to use a chess term. Uh, his bishop <laughs> uh, So so here's a bishop in in Canarsie, Canarsie Brooklyn. Yes, Canarsie Brooklyn. Yes. Can you all describe for our, our, our international audience and our national audience what what Canarsie Brooklyn? I mean, we grew up in Brooklyn. What, what's Canarsie like? Canarsie back in the day was honestly a nice area where folks wanted to live. Fast fast forward to today, it's on and pop. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. They you know they busted them guns out there, in Canarsie on a regular basis. Canarsie and Flatbush and the Ville, they probably got the most shootings going on. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yes. Okay. Because back in the bro, you you you, yeah. you spend time over there. I'm always praying <laughs> for you. Praying for that ass. Go. <laughs> well, well, Canarsie was has a lot of homes. They have right. uh, actually one set of projects, which is Bayview, but they have a lot of homes. But around the homes, you still have the element around you. So, as Durgan said, they shoot like it's going out of style over. Yeah. There, yeah. You know. So 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 would you say Canarsie is a Safe neighborhood, like in nope. in, in the oh, in the mold of Park no, Slope, no, 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 Brooklyn Heights. Years ago, maybe 20, 25 years ago, yes. Not now, yeah, no. 20, 20, 25 years ago, you could you could describe Canarsie sort of like as a working class, yes, neighborhood, middle middle people, middle class neighborhood, up working class, middle class neighborhood, people buying homes and trying to trying to chase the American dream. Twenty five. Right. And when you yeah. said, and, and I'm glad you used the word chase because if you didn't have the right tan and you wasn't quick you did get chased and get that ass whooped <laughs> yeah that's that's another element of canarsie exactly. you know that's kind of being being uh left here. so okay so now we have uh a bishop once again i'm putting i'm making the air quote finger now sign he's a bishop you saw the video he's a bishop that's that's it that you know what you can be a bishop if you if you pay the money to the, to have have that thing printed up you be a bishop. Listen to me. I, I I mean, I'm not saying he's got credentials because we also got the bishop magic Don Juan, you know, for the folks out there who don't know. So there's there's some shaky bishops out there, but he is a bishop, yes. Okay. Right. He, he had on a robe. You can buy a robe, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, no, no. He had a robe with gold in it, yeah. my cousin. You gotta you, you didn't look at this video. You gotta look at this. Now I looked at the okay, video. I saw him standing there. I saw, I saw him getting on the ground, yes. hands hands in the air. Throw your hands waving up. Waving him like he just didn't care. <laughs> like, Throw your Listen, hands up. Throw if you see up. the two chains he got on his neck, exactly. Big chain with a big cross. Mm-hmm. Then he got another chain filled with nothing but but uh, diamonds in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there, there, there's there's some money in, in them hills. As there, they say. Yes, it is. All right. So let me get to this point I'm making. So we just described the neighborhood that is no longer. Working class, middle class, uh, predominantly white, safe, agreed, safeish neighborhood in Brooklyn. Agreed. This is a man who's driving, I imagine, a Rolls Royce to park outside of said church, wearing his four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry as he walks inside. Now, anybody know what a Rolls Royce costs? A uh, brand new Rolls Royce costs? Anybody? Uh, I have no clue. Figure? I have no clue. About three hundred fifty thousand, anything. Ah, yes. $300,000 worth of car, $400,000 worth of jewelry. That's $700,000. That is up in there with about a million dollars worth of stuff. Three quarters of a million dollars just getting out the car. While he's in the car, he's worth three quarters of a million dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he got robbed. Mm-hmm. I say that he been robbing the people of Canarsie <laughs> for years. <laughs> I mean, somebody did a Robin Hood on his ass and robbed from the rich and tried to give it back to the Pope. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what, what, what I, I, I can't say that you're off, you're off base because I definitely felt that somebody said, I'm tired of my ties going around his wrist and his woman's wrist and on their fingers. We're going to get this dough back today. And I, I, I think that's what happened. Oh, 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 oh wait, wait. How much money did, did they get from the wife? I mean, it's, it's combined with hers so, and him. They took, was they took her stuff, too. Yeah, they took her stuff, too. And, we, and this is what's crazy. They the only ones they robbed. So they just walked in. They stuck up the bishop and the, and the bishop's wife. There you go. But he was saying on the video that they tried. They said on the video they tried to stick him up before. And I guess he was outside and had security. 
And uh, this time, man, they went right up live stream. He preaching is getting hot in there. And the next thing I'm like, what the hell is going? And it was all over. The, I'm like, they robbing people in the church now. And they, 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 they threw the gun in his face. Sure. And got everything. Yeah. Well, I, I would suggest that they've been robbing people in the church <laughs> for, for a minute. That's what I would say. And this takes on a whole different flavor. I didn't realize, you know I mean? I watched the video. I didn't realize that it was, yeah. that this, he was balling like that. You know, it, uh, you know, I never forget. I'm driving. I had a gig up in Connecticut somewhere, and I'm driving up to Hutchinson. You know, I take the cross uh, cross county Parkway up in Westchester on my way to the Hutch. And I'm driving. You know, you, y'all know how I drive, and you know, usually I have like sporty cars. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding along, got the windows open. It's a beautiful springish day, and up behind me, up behind me is like you know this big S class Mercedes. Pulling right, you know, almost on my bumper, pulls out to the left to go by me. Music is blasting. Rap music, hard rap music. And out of the corner of my eye, I look, I see some brother with shades on, white S-class. And in the front of the dashboard, there's a sign that says, clergy. (laughs) And I thought to myself right there, I said, you know what? I'm in the wrong business. I'm driving my ass to Connecticut to tell jokes. I should have been in somebody's pulpit stealing that damn money. Well, I'm sorry, man. You know, that's that's not how Jesus got that. Jesus died broke. I'm not going to say they stealing. I don't, I don't know, but I, 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 I'm I'm saying, okay. what, What I will say I had went to a event, man. This is like about 20, years, 27. So it's got to be like 20 years ago, right? True story. And the the guy, the, the preacher man come in and I'm like, yo, I got on gators, but I, I'm working, man. I, I got a nice job. His gators was nicer than mine. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> Because I sized them up. And at the time I was married and I had said, told him my ex, I'm like, look at his shoes. Oh, you need to stop it. I need to stop. What's this? I work though, man. He got them blocks on like that, <laughs> man. I'm working. And then he had on a suit that was tailored to the T. And I said, like you, something here going to change around here. This is some bull. <laughs> I'm trying to get people to pay their rent and all this stuff, man. And all he got to do is get up there with his tambourine and they just give it to him and he stay fly, man. And I mean, and he walked in there, fly, left fly, and he was doing his thing. I'm like, you hear this? What's the other guy I was down south? Daddy Rich and them? It's like, yo. That's tax free money, Derek. Yeah, tax-free money. yeah, but it has to get to the point, and and I'm sorry, you know, power to the people, the podcast. We're sorry of of, of what happened to the uh, the bishop yesterday, but you. I'm not sorry at all. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can be sorry, okay. but Anthony Powell's not okay. sorry at all. <laughs> okay, but you can't be flossing like that and think you can't be touched. And, you know, you were saying, you know, in the beginning, how did we get here? And right now, remember, the government is going after people for them fake PP. What is the PPP loans? So they got to right. they got to pay this back one way or the other. And what a good way to start to pay back your PP loan, PPP loan <laughs> that you didn't have no business than to get a cat for four hundred thousand right out the gate and no struggle. And that's what happened, man. They got him, man. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, on on the one hand, you go, oh, my God, they're violating the sanctuary, they're violating the church, and then you start to peel back the layers of this onion. (laughs) Exactly. There was a movie with Ice Cube. Remember they went to stick up the church, man? Ice Cube. I forgot the name of the movie. Ice Cube. Um, you mean um, first Sunday dark? Yeah, uh, remember they uh, to stick up the church, right. exactly, uh, man. Tracy Morgan and Cat uh, Williams and yes, guys. Yes, yes. And yeah, they the go to rob Sunday. the sanctuary because you know, sad to say, that's that's where the dough is at. And they they people, it was I couldn't believe what I saw. I'm watching the news. I thought it was a fluke, and I started going to the other channels, and I'm like, we got this bad as a people. This that's I know how the supervisor feel about the pastor 
but you know, to go up in the church, they you know that 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 takes some heart. No, no, to go up in the church to threaten those the other parishioners there, you know, who are there to worship on a Sunday, you know, and 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 you know, uh, uh, express their, their their religious beliefs. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Con artist that got stuck up up in that he's place. He's a bishop. He's not a hustler. Man. He ain't no bishop, man. He he's been rooking at people for the longest time, man. He been he's a bishop that been treating his parishioners like pawns. That's what it is. Damn. Oh my when, goodness. On the video, he said he thought when he first saw them, they was coming to uh shoot up the church. Now you know they don't do that in the hood. They was coming directly to you and your woman because somebody might have mentioned to their son or you know, boy, man, our bishop is sharp. And, and his uh, his antenna, went, what do you mean he's sharp? <laughs> <laughs> a casual copper, yeah, he's sharp. He wear these fancy clothes, drive a rose. What, what? The bishop doing that? And you got to see his jewelry. Jewelry? He wear it on Sunday? All the time, baby. And the next thing you know, they baby done went up in there. And you know the rules, nothing moved but the money. And, and you know what, Dirk? Now they got to find a place to fence all that jewelry. You might have the jewelry, but you got to right. find a place to fence it. Because they looking for that. Not I really. If they really? got a big, if they, if, nah, you know why? Because that's because the price of gold is about seventeen hundred dollars an ounce right now, or may, maybe higher. Mm. Uh, it fluctuates, but let's just say for argument's sake, for the for, for this purposes of this podcast, it's seventeen uh, seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. They can get whatever they get from all you know, melt that gold down. Somebody will be glad to take that jewelry off their hand. You know what we need to find out, and we didn't Google it, and we got to update our. Uh, our, 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 our listeners for next week was this like a storefront joint because you know ccc is out there and they ain't having none of that out there i want to know you know was this a storefront joint and if it was then i may have to side with the supervisor if this is looking like <laughs> if it ain't looking like a legitimate spot you know and uh what's the temptation remember he said uh daddy was doing some sort of so-called preaching you know, remember that record? What was that Papa was a Rolling yeah, Stone? Rolling Rolling Stone. Stone yeah. <laughs> like, all this comes into mind, and then when you fast forward, it's like, yo, you can't do this, man. But yeah, he had four hundred k around his neck, his woman neck, and on their arm. And the keys to a three hundred fifty thousand dollar Rolls Royce in his pocket. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, he wearing a Rolex to church? That's crazy. Dirk, and you he, don't come outside your house with that type of jewelry around your neck. Not in this day and time. I don't know why. I, I don't know why um, that you you would think that it's okay. And it was Sunday best. Yeah, even Sunday, <laughs> even Sunday best. You he, well, no, he thought he had, he had Jesus's protection you, is what he believed. He, but Jesus said, you know what? You need to get robbed. Well, you can't. You, damn man, you cold. But you can't do that to your parishioners who are there, and you throwing that you know in their face. That's that's the part where I'm like, ah, that's a little sketchy. You know, because people be getting envious, and I, I think that what what may have happened, you know. I mean, I, I, y'all, y'all made both of you guys made a great point, I, and, I, and I'm glad you said it. To this, at, at this day, you can't. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't. I, I never wear a lot of jewelry anyway, but I do have. You know, I have a couple of nice watches, and I noticed that I, you know, depending on where I'm going, I may not wear my watch. Exactly. I mean, right. you know what? I'm not, I'm not, why, why would I even tempt some young boy? Because we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago. The, the moped riders, the broke moped riders who are who are now suddenly becoming uh you know you know stick up kids. Uh you sent another video, yep. Derek. Yep. Of of something that I just think is outrageous. Uh please uh, take the wheel on that one. Take the wheel. Look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that was the supervisor and not my brother and myself who did that to the priest. To the priest. <laughs> yeah, I sent another video, folks, and and it, it was a rough week in a rough weekend in New York City, where a a, a young man, um, bodega worker, is on his way to work in the Bronx, and as he's crossing the street, I think it was like 165th, um, a car hits him, turns into him, hits him on purpose. The guy falls down. The car stops and two passengers get out and go through this guy's pockets and robs him. Where I'm just like, you got to be crazy. Then they go back to the car and I guess who was ever in the car says, now nah, you need to go back and make sure you got everything. And they got back out of the car and made sure they got everything and they came back with some more stuff and uh, got the hell up out of there.
which is crazy. And that's that's been all over the news. Yeah. They ain't even checking to see if he was all right. No. They're just going through his pocket. They're going to rob him. He's laying on the ground. It was on purpose. He's yeah. and, and right now, um, according to the to the to the update, he's in critical condition. And this is just a regular bodega bodega. Uh, and, and for those who don't understand, a bodega is like a neighborhood store that they call in New, you know in New York City. Yeah, you know, a corner, corner store. store where they sell you know juices and waters, you know, uh, you know, cold cuts and bread and stuff like that. Where people are just trying to make an honest living, and this guy gets run down and uh, robbed. And these kids just, and they just drive off like everything is okay. Literally using a car as a weapon to commit, uh, as a weapon to commit an actual drive-by. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be facetious, but that's what it is. It's a drive-by. Drive-by used to be a bunch of gangbangers would roll up on, on, on a location, pull out guns, you know, spray the area, and then drive off. These people actually use their car as a weapon. Yes. To assault somebody, to, to, ostensibly rob them of their belongings. And as you point out, it's a bodega worker and and not the bodega owner. Worker. He's a worker. Bodega worker. 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 Yeah. So he's making whatever whatever minimum wage is in New York City. It's fifteen dollars an hour. That's what he's making. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's not he's not he's not the bishop. Uh he ain't got that kind of money on him. You know that. <laughs> I can't and he's walking I can't so you know he ain't got no Rolls Royce. <laughs> I apologize. I robbed this kid. I'm apologizing for the supervisor. <laughs> I, I refuse to get struck down with lightning, man. I just can't help it. Man, storms out here in New York today. Uh, I can't. I can't. But uh, I, I, I listen. I, Jesus, know I'm 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 right. <laughs> why? Why did? But Jesus was riding on the mule, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Jesus was riding on the. Jesus was broke. He, he didn't pick up the tab at the Last Supper. This is right. This, this ain't right. This ain't right. This ain't right. And, and audience, y'all know I'm the one who usually I'm off the chain, but I will not be a part of this. I will not be a part of this. this hey, Anthony, he ain't pay for the tab at the last supper. I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with this guy. And that's he said he's putting this twice. That's, that's the supervisor, y'all. I want to be real clear. That's supervisor. <laughs> I am disassociating myself from oh. this. I, and, and I hope you get a talking to when you get done today. They always, somebody always wants you to oh. talk to me. They need to talk to you. Get you under control. Oh it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. You know what he ordered, too. All he, all, all he ordered was a glass of water. <laughs> you know how to make that I'm work. not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not going to be a party to this. I'm not going to be a party oh to this. Goodness. This oh is out of control, man. But on another positive no, <laughs> the bodega owner that we spoke about that was getting um, robbed and wind up killing the guy. He beat that case. All those charges were dropped against him. Well, that's good. That's, that, that's that, good that's, news. That's, Damn. That's justice. That's, good that's up, definitely that's good justice. This damn topic, boy. I ain't no need for me to go to hell. I'm, a, I'm, I'm <laughs> on my way. I don't need you to push me any further. Shoot, man. Damn. Let me get there on my own, man. Oh, my right. God. Well, that, that's, that's justice served. The bodega yeah. owner actually getting off. Uh, yeah. You know, we talked about it just in case people did not hear it or have not subscribed yet. Last week, we mentioned the bodega owner who was uh, being physically assaulted um, in his bodega. A uh, customer actually went behind the counter to continue the assault, and the bodega owner uh, uh, grabbed the weapon and, and killed the assailant. Um, and initially, he was arrested, and he was being held on charges, and I guess pressure yeah. from the people who saw the video uh, got the charges withdrawn. Yes. Now, and another video, um, George Floyd video. Yeah. One of the police officers uh, who was uh, um, part of the the foursome that took George Floyd's life uh, only got two years. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Lane only got two years uh, for he was a rookie police officer. He stood by and watched uh, George Floyd's life being taken from him. He watched George Floyd scream for his mother. He watched the the almost minute long time that the knee was on his neck and did nothing. Uh, and he got two years. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I, my, my personal belief, I, he should have got a little bit more time than two years. They should maybe gave him 10. But I understand maybe due to the fact that he was a rookie, mm-hmm. but still as a human being, you have to say, yo, what are you doing? And he didn't say anything. But then um, the guy that was in charge was the lead police officer on the scene. So as a rookie, 
usually those guys don't say nothing. They just follow whatever they're doing. Right. Right. So maybe they took compassion on that. Maybe that's the reason they gave him the two years. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, what's it, Derek? Derek, what was, uh, Derek what was Chavis. his name? Chavis. Uh, uh, yeah. Chavis, something like that. Chauvin, Chauvin, yeah, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin was, um, you know, given, he had the book thrown at him. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I don't feel bad for the rookie because, again, you know, he's there. He's His job is supposed to be to protect and serve as well. Um, but I don't, I'm not, I want to be outraged at the sentencing. Um, but to your point, Keith, and, and we've all been in those situations where you are the most junior in a situation, Mm -hmm. you defer to the people who are more senior. Mm -hmm. And this guy had the the police training officer, the senior officer on the scene Mm -hmm. doing what he was doing, taking the lead, showing them how it was done. And he stood back, you know, and watched. I think the problem he had and where I think maybe a year or two more, if he had gotten four to five, I could have said, okay, uh, he should have gotten a little bit more time, in my opinion, just because after after Floyd was was uh, not moving anymore, not breathing, he still held him down. Yeah, his legs. Yeah. So he didn't try to he didn't try to, you know, uh, uh, give any uh, CPR. At all, he still held him down. So I think he should have gotten a couple more years on top of that. So somewhere between five and ten, I think would have been reasonable. Yeah, I, I think. Oh, go sorry, Dory. Go ahead. I'll speak yeah, after you. Yeah, I think they um they gave him um you know that amount of time. Um, he was a rookie. Um, he, they're gonna go with he didn't know. Um, we don't you know the conversations you know that he may have had with the senior officer prior to leaving the station house on on many occasions is like look you got to have my back it's really rough out there follow my lead you know mm-hmm. blah 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 you know so you got all this com you know this conversation so you're under that sort of pressure and you think about you know ourselves when you got a new job and you know you you starting and you new and you got a supervisor you know you're not going up against your supervisor right out the gate. Once you get time and experience out there, then you'll start questioning some of the things. You that- do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said this is show 198. And I got time <laughs> on the job, man. Shoot, I got seniority now. So, yeah, I'm going at you. Anyhow, <laughs> and I think all that played a role in it. And like you said, Ant, with the fact that they threw everything at Derek, they can kind of get away with not giving these guys as much time because, hey, look, we done gave the culprit, the guy who actually killed him, the the right. most time we can give him. We're going to hold these other guys accountable, but not at the extent that we held Derek. So, you know, it's not going to be an outrage. Now, if this would have been reversed and Derek ain't get that time, they'd be burning down that town out there, that Minnesota. But because Derek got it, and then did Derek just get convicted, I think, last week or the week before in federal court? Federal, right. federal court, yeah. yeah. So you, I, I knew that these guys coming up now, they wasn't going to get hammered with no real jail time. Well, that's the question I think that's on my mind. I guess, you know, he, he could have got state time, but, I mean, if, if, if they still are going to prosecute these guys federally – individually um he may be facing more time but you know for, as as it stands right now thomas lane you know after two years and derek on, on the side of a police car they, they have what what their responsibility is right but when does that kick in when you see something that's going away or wrong that you see with your eyes as you're standing there like yo this shit is wrong you're not supposed to be doing that when do you say yo um that's not that's not our job what, what what happens, and, and, and we've had this conversation um, prior, um, and Anthony mentioned it last week, man, where you got these kids, uh, Suffolk County, Nassau County, Westchester County, jumping on the, the, the Metro North and the Long Island Railroad, coming into what they deem as the jungle to, uh, to get the animals under control. They, 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 that's, their, that's, that's their mindset. So if you see a, an officer doing something like that, the first thing you, you know, you go into your mind, well, you know, this person, you're not looking at Mr. Floyd as a person. They were looking at him as an animal because mm-hmm. when you, when you watch all this stuff on TV, when you watch the movies and you think about, you know, how we are portrayed 
these kids are brainwashed before they even get to the city. So when he's seeing this being done and, you know, Derek Chauvis is probably telling him, you know, prior man, yeah, man, this is what I do to these guys. I don't play with them, man, because if you give them a, a inch, they're going to kill you. You got to let them know who's the boss. And we run this joy, you know. And remember Denzel, you know, King Kong ain't got nothing on me out here. And that's right. how you look at us. And you go there and there's no compassion. He's not looking at him as a human being, but an animal. And we say it all the time. These white folks can go in and shoot and kill everything moving. And they get to be walked out, get to stop at Burger King, get to stop at Wendy's. But we look like we did something wrong. And the next thing you know, we in critical condition if we hear it all. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. And, and, and I, th- I think too, and I've heard this from, from, from uh, young police officers. Uh, I had a friend who was a cop out in Los Angeles and his training officer said, sometimes you got to give these guys an attitude adjustment. And I think what what's, what, what's right. being said. <laughs> <laughs> Attitude adjustment, meaning that you got, you know, you're gonna you're gonna rough them up a little bit. And this is the training officer mm-hmm. teaching the new police officer how to conduct themselves. Wow. So what you think they're gonna do exactly. when they get older? And that's what happens. You have, you know, some, some sometimes, you know, uh way back in the day, you got somebody who's been on the beat for 25, 30 years, and they got a little they they're racist anyway. They came from from wherever they came. Maybe they came from Canarsie back before it changed. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and, and it's true. And I'm making I'm, I'm saying it facetiously, but I, I'm I'm being real. And they come from a neighborhood like Bensonhurst in Brooklyn, and suddenly now they gotta work in Harlem, mm-hmm. or suddenly now they gotta work in, in Bed Stuy. Mm-hmm. Their attitude towards the people that they're working with is not, oh, we're all from Brooklyn or we're all New Yorkers. No, that's not how they view it. It's like Derek said, they're an occupying army. They're going to like 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 soldiers in Fallujah. They're not treating the people that sit in, you you know, even though you know you marching through and you got the US flag on your arm and you're riding the Humvees, you're in somebody else's country. You're in somebody else's space. Respect that space. But when you come armed like that, when you're when you're rolling in that manner. Mm-hmm. You're not going to respect them, and it's going to be like Derek said. You start to dehumanize these people. Mm-hmm. You treat them like animals, and you feel justified. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened. Feel big. There was a guy. He was on, on a video, and he was telling the cop. He, he said, "Well, uh, you was a punk in school, so you know, did it take your food, your lunch, that you have such an attitude that you got to treat people like this?" And the, and the cop couldn't say a word. He just was looking at him. He said. Because what you're doing to me as a, as a human being is wrong, mm-hmm. right? And some of them, and, and that's where they figure they get their power because they didn't have no power outside. Sure. They have no power in their home. You know, the wife is running them ragged and whatever. And now I put on this uniform and I go to work. Now I'm in power. Mm-hmm. I can do what the fuck what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But but you're still a human being. What you do for the Plus eight me. hours <laughs> at the job, or you'll get that shit back extra when you get back home. You know, mm-hmm. and then they to bring that stuff to work, and they take it out on the people. There you go. Well, that's what I've been saying all along, and I, and I, and I stand by this. And, and I'm glad for most city jobs, um, there is a a residency requirement now. It wasn't always that way, um, you know, but now there's some sort of residency. But even with the residency requirement, after a year or so, these guys they 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 you know they move back to you know, like I said, as Derek said, uh, Long Island or Westchester County move over the bridge in New Jersey and they're living in neighborhoods that they're and, and patrolling neighborhoods that they're not familiar with, as opposed to doing massive outreach uh, for, for young black and Brown police officers who understand the nuance of the neighborhood, who understand when young black men are walking together and they're loud and they're laughing, they're not threatening. They're just in their own head having fun. This is what, this is how we are. Um, or, 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 Whatever. I mean, these guys come in and they're intimidated. They're terrified. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, had, yeah, I, I had seen an uh, uh, incident. I actually seen this. There's a group of kids, maybe about six or seven kids. It must have came from a basketball game or something. You know, they had their sneakers and stuff. And they congregate and they talking. I see the police guard pull up on them and tell them, y'all got to move. You can't stand here. And, and the young boy said, we just talk. We just, you know, whatever they were doing. No, 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 no. You can't congregate like this. What that right. does to the, to the kids, like, who the fuck y'all are to tell us we can't just stand here and talk? 
why, why are you invading on our rights and stuff? And this is what cops fail to realize. These are people. These are kids. They just talking and having fun. All kids ain't doing something bad because they gather together. Of course not. You know, but that's 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 what they're thinking is. What I uh, when I was employed, you know, I, I I dealt with officers on a regular basis, and I, I see you know both sides of the coin. And you know, I remember you know, and this was a young young brother, a young brother, cool, my my dude. Can't say your name. That was my dude, and he would tell me, you know, um. A lot of times, you know, what folks don't realize is what we dealt with the call before. So if I'm on a call and he says, if you ain't never have to respond to an apartment with a daddy, don't whoop everybody ass and ain't nobody bigger than him and he's foaming at the mouth, your your aggression you know, it's like it's that, you know, you soon as you get into that, that that scenario, your aggression goes up. And I remember him saying. Nobody really talked to us. And this is like way back in the day on how to have that aggression come down so we can move on to the next call. You follow what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And, right. and when he said that, I was like, damn, wow, you got a point there, player. You know, I, you know, I couldn't argue no more. He says, yo, you don't, you you've never been there. You never been there, you know, where you see an old lady that has gotten beaten up and, you know, you could have just robbed her. And then the next thing you know, you see these kids hanging out and they making this noise and they being unruly. I could still be stuck because I'm there for eight. He says, don't don't think I'm just responding to one call for eight hours. You know, I could have, you know, five calls, which are really, you know, tough, traumatic calls doing that eight hour shift. And then the last one where it could be something that's really minor, but I'm already revved up from the five prior calls. So I'm not trying to hear nothing you got to say when I get to that, that sixth call. And when he said it, no, no, right. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I certainly acknowledge the, the, the job and, and, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you shared that. And it's true. Um, when we call the police, generally speaking, when they arrive in a situation, they're arriving at humanity yes. at its worst. There you go. Always. Mm-hmm. Humanity at its worst. No matter what the situation is, it's 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 humanity at its worst. And and as this officer pointed out, you know, there's no time to to de-stress. They send a guy, you know, what they're gonna have to figure out a better way of policing might be to say, okay, fine, you kinda you answered this domestic call, you can't go on the next next domestic call. You will have to go on another type of call. Um, you know, a police, you know, so maybe a, a traffic something or other, as opposed to another domestic violence call or another robbery call or another mugging call, because as, as you point out, they can't de-escalate. I remember telling Keith a long time ago when I was working in special ed, I worked with emotionally disturbed kids. And one of the things that would happen uh, when they got angry was, you know, you know, you, let's say for argument's sake, you're driving down the highway, somebody cuts you off and you scream and you yell and you give them the bird and you beep your horn and you scream. And then 20 seconds later, 30 seconds later, you're done with it. It's over. Mm-hmm. But some people's brains, they can't get back down to I'm done with it. They're still angry about that being cut off. Hours later, exactly right, and they and they can never cool off. They can never, you know, like I said, I mean, for me, let's just say, you know, your resting anxiety or anger level is at a five, and that brief moment when you get cut off, it shoots up to a nine, and it slowly comes right, and then you rapidly comes back down to a five again. Those kids or these people, they stay, they get to a nine or a ten, and it only cools down to an eight, mm-hmm. and it stays there at that eight level. For hours, hours on end. So that's I'm sure that that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the fact that they don't have any kind of techniques or any kind of in practice way to de-stress, de-escalate, to to you know come or like I said, I mean even even you know if, if, if dispatchers have to know if I send you know officers A and B to domestic violence case number one to to murder homicide number two, a second call of the day, and then, then another. You know, uh, a robbery, beating, rape, assault. You know, that person. That person is never going to get back down to to a level mm-hmm. where they can be effective when they have to do the, the traffic stop. Right. right. The next traffic stop, they they ramped up as you as you point right. out. And that was and, and I remember that was a while ago. You know, yeah, many years right. ago when I first started. And then you know, and then he and I'm just thinking while you guys was talking. And then he said, 
And then if you ain't going to the store where you know they know you, you don't know what these people put in your food, man. He says, yo, man, it's 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 a mess. It is. A, and I started, you know, OK, OK, I, I hope and pray, you know, I always say years down, they, they put something something in place for y'all because this ain't going to be good. But when I see some of the behavior of, of, of how some of the officers act and how they treat people of color, because we it's it, like I said, it's been documented on how they treat, you know, the, the, the white folks out there. There's there, there's still that bridge that they, they, they got to put together. There's a gap there. They got to bridge that together because somewhere is something is still missing on how when you go on 125th and Lenox, where all you see is animals. And even though the neighborhood has changed, but still, that's, right. that's what you see. That's the that's that's there. You know, that's the. um the legacy of that area in spite of, you know, and that's the reputation. So you are really like hot and you get up. It's going to be on when we get there. And that's how, that's how they approach us. And the key point, there's some guys who, who, like you said, they got bullied. They're amped up for it anyway. They're looking for it. They're looking, they're looking for that, for that foolishness. They are the Derek Chauvin's. And there's a lot of Derek Chauvin's in the police. Let's not not fool ourselves. And there's a lot of good guys. That's what we point, we point out uh, on a regular basis. We have family members who are police officers or former police officers enjoying a fine uh, retirement pension. Um, really? You know. really? <laughs> really? Really? Don't be taking just, don't be taking shots at family, man. It's, a, it's not professional. It's not professional. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. You, you're the one taking the shots. You're the one saying she don't do nothing. All she goes is court. <laughs> I mean, relaxes I mean, all day long. Didn't you say we need to de-escalate and move forward? You just said that. Can't we move forward? <laughs> Speaking of moving forward, um, uh, a couple of things have, have moved forward. Steve Bannon is going to jail for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, uh, he found guilty of contempt of court. But you know who has not been found guilty of contempt of anything yet? Who's that? Jenny Thomas. Yeah. Old Uncle Thomas is what? Old Uncle Ruckus is what? Well, they get they get uh, to it. They get uh, to it. They get to it. You, yeah. You know I mean, it's funny. I think you say that, and, and I watched the Boondocks, and that shit is so right on point <laughs> to say Uncle Ruckus. Yeah. Yes, Uncle Ruckus got to the point. Yes. That's who he is, man. Clarence Thomas is Uncle Ruckus. If you don't know who Uncle Ruckus is, uh, I strongly recommend you watch an episode of The Boondocks or YouTube Uncle Ruckus on on uh, uh, yeah, go to YouTube and type in Uncle Ruckus, and you will see why we compare him to Clarence Thomas. Yeah, Jenny Thomas, who was apparently um, deep, 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 deep involved in this coup, has yet to come forward and 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 put us stuff out there. But uh, apparently, uh, old Liz Cheney ain't playing that no more. And she's like, yeah. You're going to be up in here. Even though they're supposed to be buddies. They're supposed to be friends. They were tight. I just heard. I heard Liz. And it's, it's, it was it was like out of a gangster movie. Like, look, man, um, you know, we, we 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 looking to get, you know, you know, Jenny Thomas in here and we hope, you know, hopefully it goes easy. You know, hopefully we don't have to subpoena her, you know, it's but she going to get up in here. And she left it just at that. And it was like she was looking like, Jenny, you know, I'm not playing with you. You you need to come through here. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're for real, man. You, you, y'all remember I told you before when Como looked and talked about, you know, getting the supplies and everything, got the ventilators. I, I, I got a chill. Liz Cheney last night gave me a chill because I, I, I've been around people ice cold like that. Like, yo. You know you need to come through here. Don't make me come see you. It was like one of those deals. And I believe after that tone that Miss Thomas does not, will not have to be subpoenaed. I think. Oh, so you saying she, so? So you suggesting that that Liz Cheney is the equivalent of Mary J. Blige and power? She damn near close with the way she said that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what they call a Monique or Mo or whatever they call a Mo on that show. Yeah. Listen yeah. to me. When Liz said that, I was like, damn, she gangster. Like, yo, you need to, you, you may want to come through here. Don't make this harder than what it needs to be. And because she said, and she said, you know, because she's, she's got some information we need. Straight up and down. It was no laughing. You know how you deal with some people and they can turn. It's no laughing and giggling. This is not a li- What did Joe Pesci say? Do I entertain you? It was none of that. I don't entertain you. <laughs> and good fellas, you know, I'm, I'm here for your entertainment. Liz, I was like, 
Because remember, Liz is a Republican, but she is going so hard at this. I'm like, damn, she the real. Now, what I can see happening, she can throw her hat in there, talk about she want to be president. I can see that happen. Well, let's well yeah, that's the. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, yeah, she, yeah. she can throw her hat in and, and definitely in that ring. And, and, and when? She keeping it a pop. She's scared me. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think she. She. She certainly raised her profile. Yes. Even though she may not win re-election in Wyoming, hard as hard as this, there's only one because Wyoming has nobody living in the goddamn state. Right. So there's only one congressional representative, one House of Representatives member from Wyoming, and it's her. So uh, you know, and they trying. They trying to get up out of there. But I hope she. I hope she keeps her seat. And I think yeah, she. She may run. I, I don't know if she'll win. But but I think she will certainly at some point be if she can hang in there. She she'll end up if, if the Republicans ever take over the speakership she gone. Uh, again. She, gone. she she might be she might be the speaker speaker of the house. I think I could see that for her. I don't know. Certainly. She she stepped on a lot of toes with those cats, man. She she's like a pit bull, man. She I guess they, you know, he shouldn't have said that about her father. She's not letting it go, man. It's she's like, a boss, there. She's a boss. She's a boss. She's a boss. She's a big boss. She got Stiletto Hills, I guess, on in a pantsuit, and she's not playing, man. I'm like, damn. She scared me. Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, 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 I put the alarm on the crib. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Just in case. So, so following up on the Goodfellas reference, uh, so uh, she's like she's like Big Paulie. Paul Sabino died, uh, 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 who played the character uh, Paulie. Yeah, and, and, and Goodfellas, uh, mm-hmm. who was the, the big, big boss in Goodfellas. And, uh, you know, as they said, Paulie didn't, didn't talk loud. He didn't he didn't he didn't walk any place. He didn't talk on the phone. But everybody knew who was in charge. You know? So that's that, that, you know he that's also her. played in um, in the Godfather Hall. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He play he plays uh, 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 Frank Costello. Right, Godfather Hall man. He was wow. good. Rest so, in peace, my man. You don't have to recast that part. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he getting it when he when he get off this. I don't know what happened in that crib over the weekend, but yo, he's in real form today. I guess she went away or something. He just showing out. <laughs> he he walking around with sweat socks and house shoes on today. <laughs> he got a, he got a wife beater on. Ain't nobody on. Ain't nobody in the crib talking about. You want to start something? You want to start something? <laughs> talking to himself, make play it, make believe, man. Oh, he got it. You yo, kudos. I'm taking my hat off to you today, man. You in real form, man. Shoot, I'm scared. Just, we, we have to step our game up. As I said, we playing a player short today, so we got to step our game up. So okay, try, okay, try, okay. Try, try, uh-huh, okay, all right. Remember, she can still hear this, though, okay? <laughs> now, let me ask you all a question. Are you are you worried about the monkey pox? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Nah, I'm... A, a supervisor. Why I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with it. Me, I'm good. Why y'all so good? Why you so confident? I'm very confident. Well, I, I mean, I, with the way they say that it can be contracted, um, that's not the life. I'm gonna use this phrase. That's not the lifestyle uh, I, I I chose. I choose to live. Well, it's just it's it's. I mean, it's a disease that that's it's apparently that is spreading and it's uh, something to be concerned about. I, I'm I'm direct current. Just like direct current, like in in in, in uh, AC socket. I'm direct. I'm not alternate <laughs> current. I'm direct. So I ain't gotta worry about that. I mean, that's, I touch, I, that's the ones in the rest I of the see where y'all, I see where y'all are going. What are you right. talking about? Okay. No, no, I got it. I don't. All right, okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different lifestyle, man. And, you know, and, and just, nothing against them. Everybody's got to do what they do, but it's being spread according to the news among a certain uh, lifestyle of folks. So. You guys. Well, apparently, this is what I read today. It is a it's a function of close personal contact. That is one way to do it. In fact, monkeypox is I forget what they call these diseases, but they're all related. Chickenpox, all smallpox, all the pox diseases are related. And they say if you get a smallpox shot, uh, it would provide you protection against a monkeypox shot. A mon- monkeypox, or if you had like a chickenpox vaccine, it would get you protection against. Monkeypox. I don't know why uh, um, some people are not getting it, but they're saying that it's 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 not like COVID, where it's uh, RNA based. This is a DNA based uh, disease, and there's antivirals that work really, really well against it. And 
as I said, a smallpox shot or the actual monkeypox vaccine would provide you with a great deal of protection. But a smallpox shot, they said, works great against this whole family of these these so-called pox-style diseases. So I'm just we're sharing our information as we get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to Keith and Derek, uh, Keith says he's a uh, DC, not AC, and Derek saw my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying what they. I'm saying, I'm saying what they said on TV, man. You know, and and, uh, and I, I think I'm I'm good with that right now, unless it's just you know start floating around to everybody. But right now, I'm 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 comfortable with that one. I should be fine. Thank you. All right. Well, before we cut out, just a couple more uh, sports notes. We we haven't touched the sports uh, this week, but uh, a couple of things happening. Um, Juan Soto who won the home run derby, 23 years old. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago, and apparently um, he's on the move. He turned down a – they say he turned down a $400 million contract, but when you really, really looked at the numbers, he, he would have been like the 20-something third highest payer in the play, pay player in the league. And, you know, when you broke here when somebody turns down $400 million, you freak out. But when you're in that arena and compared to what other players are getting – and then you're looking at his numbers, he would have been grossly underpaid for, for what he does. I mean, everybody can't hit hit a 90-some-odd-mile-an-hour fastball. Everybody can't field to that level. I mean, you know, a lot of kids playing Middle Little League baseball all over the country. The Little League World Series is coming out again soon. Uh, but most of them kids will not reach the level of Juan Soto. So, as I said, for him, you know, I think when we talk about athletes and their money, we have to recognize that, it is it is supply and demand. There's a short supply of guys who can do what they do at the level they do it, which is why they get paid the way they get paid. So, Anthony, um, question. Do you think there will become a player that, that will make in the fives? Absolutely. Soon. Yeah. Soon. If it's not if not him, uh, you know, Aaron Judge, you know, somebody's going to offer Aaron Judge that kind of money. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, Aaron Judge wants, a, you know, if he wants eight years at, at $40 million or Whatever that's that's four hundred million eight 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 times yeah eight times five is forty well no eight times yeah that would be fifty million dollars a year uh, so if you got it ten years at fifty million that's five hundred million yeah. I mean but a Juan Soto who's twenty three and you get him for ten years he's only thirty three at the end of the contract if he if he stays healthy you know that contract may be a, might be a bargain by the time he's finished. Yeah. True. So, True. I mean, I, I think I think somebody make the fives. And finally, um, KD, uh, the 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 he, he can probably hear me as I say this because KD's got uh, rabbit ears. He can hear everybody <laughs> says everything you know, everybody says about him. But uh, they're talking about a deal that would send KD from Brooklyn to Boston. And uh, I think in exchange for Jalen Brown and maybe Marcus Smart and maybe a couple of draft picks. What are your thoughts, Keith? Uh, I don't think uh, the Nets are going to pull that. I think the Nets want more than just that. Because Utah is asking for the world for Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at what Utah gets. will probably in, uh, engage, well, gauge where the Nets will decide what they'll do with uh, Kevin Durant. But if I'm the Nets, I'm, I'm keeping them. You got four years left on your contract. You got to play. You got to show up. Uh, Kyrie's going to be there for another year. You, you got rid of the, what was the poison, which was James Harden. And I don't know what Ben Simmons would bring to them this coming uh, October. So maybe he needs to take a step back and stop being so super sensitive. And, you know, you sign a contract, you made a commitment, play it out and see what happens. So you're saying that uh, Kevin Durant is the Ralph Tresman of, uh, <laughs> of, of NBA players. He's a man with sensitivity is what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, agree. Yes, agree. You, you, got, you got to stop being that way, man. You 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 come in to play ball. Play ball. Do do what you got to do out there, and everything else will fall in place. But you, and you, after this year, it doesn't seem like it works out for you. Hey, then, you, then, you, then you know, I want to trade. Well, you got to look at um, with the with the Martin Day player, um, unlike, um, you know, many years ago where you went to a school, you stayed at that high school, uh, then you went to college and you stayed at that college. These guys are allowed to move all over the place with the AAU basketball. 
they switch teams like we change our socks every morning. It's, it's, it's crazy. So as long as when you start doing that at an early age and if you don't get your way with Team Braun, you can go over to Team Bill and they'll give you what you want. And that's how these guys, when they get to the NBA, that's the way they think they are. You know, things are supposed to be right now. In college, they got this transfer portal. You go to a school, you don't like what happened the first year, you throw your name into the transfer portal. Somebody else picks you up, you go to another school, you don't like it, then you keep doing it. It has mm-hmm. to come to a time where it stops. If I'm Boston, there's no way I go with that because I've already been down that road somewhat with Kyrie. I keep my young, my young core together. I just added Matthew Brodericks uh, from over at Indiana who I believe puts them over who was with Milwaukee, then went to Indiana. I'm good with him at the point. Marcus Smart at the two, Jalen at the three, Tatum at the four, and Big Rob Williams in the middle. And then they also picked up Gallinari to come off the bench. bench, And you still got, yo, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it because they got a way, they were, they were there. They were there, and I think with that point guard and Gallinari coming and shooting, I think they can get over the hump and don't have to give up anything to deal with a Kevin Durant in his rabid ears because just because he in Boston, that don't mean he, he can't hear what's going on in Brooklyn. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, and it's going to be, it's gonna be crazy. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But this is a team that Kevin Durant put together with Kyrie and James Hart and stuff. Now, in, now in, you quit? In KD's defense, though, in his, which he should have known better. You can't follow Kyrie, and he th- you know, and, and that's the issue. He followed Kyrie, knowing Kyrie's history in Cleveland and in Boston. So now you get to Brooklyn, and what you think he gonna change? Nah. And what happened is James Harden, who saw, who knows, he's on the short end of the stick. He said, "I'm not dealing with this. I'm gonna force a trade, and I'm gonna get the hell out of there." Now, I don't know if y'all saw any photos of James Harden over the summer. James Harden, the lost weight. He done got slim and trim because he's trying to win. He wants to get that ring on his hand where Kyrie and KD already had a ring. So they, they're not feeling the same pressure that James is. James is. Remember, James sacrificed and said, I'll be the point guard and distribute. Let's just win. But, you know, the philosopher, you know, he going to do what the hell he want, when he want, come when he want. You know, they say <laughs> they sent out a meme the other day and I was hollering where they they had like the Nets calling Kyrie. It goes, hey, man, Kyrie, you playing today? And Kyrie responds, well, who all going to be there? You know, like it's a goddamn, <laughs> it's a goddamn barbecue. But that's Kyrie. But you you get what you get. So I, I, I got to blame KD for following and he should have known better but i guess you know when a guy's selling you you come on man nah it ain't gonna be like that i ain't on that stuff no more nah man that was in 89 i went to rehab i'm clean <laughs> he like poo you know he was like he like pookie and goddamn new jackson <laughs> i'm clean you can't put him to work in a crackhead shop come on man and i think he just got caught up with that and now if he takes a step back, him being KD and say, wow, you know what? But I still got Ben Simmons. I got Joe Harris coming back. I still got Claxton. I still got Patty Mills. We still got something special here. Let me play this out. Instead, the first thing he did was throw in the white towel and he wants to join another super team. Hopefully, they, like you said, Keith, you signed for them years, play them goddamn years out, man. You're in the contract, man. I ain't you go nowhere because you're not going to get what he's worth. I don't care. You know how your mama used to tell you? you look, I don't care you got your mouth poked up. I told you you ain't getting no McDonald's, goddammit. You know, <laughs> I'm right. poking. And that's what you that's need to do. I don't care your mouth poked out and you ain't get a haircut today. KD, yeah, I said it. Come see me if you want. <laughs> Yo, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You know, I make them play so that. What, you, yeah. what, you, what you're saying, what I'm hearing, is that uh, you shouldn't follow Kyrie around the world Especially when you're talking about a guy who thinks the world is flat. <laughs> yeah, you on a rolling day. Are you all, are correct. Yes, that's we are all agreed. Yes. He should not have followed his ass. And I agree with you guys both. 
Play that damn contract. You got four years. You you want this money? You gonna play in Brooklyn? That's it. I, I I'm not listening. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you want. Like you said, poke that mouth. Damn, Skippy. We know there how it go. works. There you go. Listen, folks. If you guys have not subscribed to Power to the People, what are you waiting for? There is no excuse at all. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Listen in the car on Pandora. Just Google us. Put us in there. Uh, you listen to your, uh, on the radio with the. the, the iHeartMedia, you can certainly find us there. You can find us Google anywhere you get your podcast. If you got Alexa at home, if you got one of these Alexa things, just ask Alexa to play Powell to the People and you will hear the latest episode. Or go to our social media. Go to Facebook, Powell to the People on Facebook. You can read, you can write to us, and you can listen to the latest episode on the page, Powell to the People on Facebook. You can go to Twitter. And find us at Powell to the Peaks, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peaks on Twitter. You can find us there. You can find us anywhere you're looking, but you can definitely find us back at the same spot you're listening to us right now next week. We will see you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.